This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Solopreneur. And just the fact that you're listening to me on a podcast rather proves my point, because tech and property today go together like bread and butter. But it wasn't always like that, because when I started in property, there was no internet. Forget about podcasting. But before I frighten off any technophobes, let me assure you, I am a huge technophobe. It doesn't fill me with excitement when someone tells me about something new and exciting that I can use. I'm inclined to think, I, I, you know, I do it very nicely the way I do it, unless it's proved to me that it's in my best own interest. You know, I'm one of those people who would always rather do something the long way round, something that takes up way too much of my time, causes more interface problems with my outsources than actually getting down to it and learning something new that will benefit all of us. I'm always enormously pleased when I have got something new in my property business, but it takes me a long time to get there. And I think that's partly because I don't think learning something new tech-wise is not very property, is it? It's not really work. I've got to change my mindset on this. Because to me, real property work is reviewing, viewing places, number crunching, offering, buying, renovating, refinancing. Yep, that to me is property work. All the other stuff, frankly, it just seems a little flimflam. And parts of me still say, why? You know, it wasn't there when I got started and we managed then and I built several portfolios very happily with a cardboard box and not a lot else. But, you know, thinking about it, when I started to invest, we sent every bit of paperwork by post and faxes, remember faxes? Well, they were only there for the very switched on. And yes, I was one of those switched on people. I had a fabulous fax machine. It was integrated with my large phone and it purred into action several times a day. And I absolutely loved it. Completely got fax. Hilariously, it was at the point when I really used my fax machine a lot that a friend told me about the internet, you know, about how lots of messages could be sent into a computer and no paper was required. And I do remember thinking, what was the point of having a machine sitting on a table doing nothing just in case somebody wanted to send me a message? I couldn't imagine why we'd want to do that. I could, and I did, run my business offline out of a cardboard box that went everywhere with me, you know, even to our house in France and back again if we were there for longer than a weekend. So luckily, oh joy of joys, at that point I found Excel spreadsheets. And I have to confess that they really did completely revolutionise my life. Now, this was not just a way of storing information and numbers. It could do stuff, you know, columns and pages could miraculously all add up and multiply and subtract. Don't ask me how it happens. I just know it does. You know, I could do forecasting, cash flow, accurate records of expenditure for renovations. Oh, to be blunt, my cup overflowed with joy. It was such fun using them. 
And to a certain degree, I think that's where my problem with tech started because I had a system that worked perfectly well. The problem, of course, is that it only worked on my machine and only I had access to it at that point. You know, this was brilliant. But luckily for me, and I do say luckily, there were lots of other very clever people in the property world and they were way ahead of me. And suddenly onto the market came landlord systems, you know, with or without an agent's attachment, very useful bits of kit. And with those two things, the landlord software and Excel, I could do just about anything I wanted to or needed to. You know, I could upload photos, full printouts for the accountant, full records of expenditure, and I could do all the financial stuff. Well, it was absolutely brilliant. And I completely and utterly happily went on doing this for several years. But of course, away from me in the big world, things were changing. And these last two years of the pandemic have taught all of us that we can't always, for instance, work face to face. There's lots of things that are changing out there and we have to adapt to them. And one of the things that I found, of course, was that Zoom entered my life. And, you know, Zoom has become so mainstream now that we forget it is actually a bit of tech and that there are some people that are really still uncomfortable with it, whereas I can live my life on it now. For instance, I now do more strategy days than I ever did before the pandemic, partly because I don't have to travel somewhere and stay overnight to actually have a face-to-face for a whole day with somebody. You know, It's done on Zoom and the feedback says that it's more and more popular. Well, why is that? Well, I think it's partly because I'm in my home and my clients are in their own home. And when we have a break, they can whip out and walk the dogs or clear the brain or whatever it is, because it's a strategy. It's just you and me. So it's fairly full on. And actually, if it is just you and me in, say, a restaurant or a hotel somewhere in a room, you can't just pop out and walk the dog, can you? And so, therefore, it's allowed people to live their lives a lot more around their businesses. And we've got used to it and we don't want to go back. Before lockdown, the concept of me selling an idea of going, well, I'll have a day with you, but it's got to be done face to face on a funny little app, wouldn't have cut the mustard at all. But now if I suggest meeting face to face, quite a lot of people go, oh, can we do it on Zoom? Would that be better? I'm not knocking it. And actually, do you know, I've learned that it saves a lot of time and it's a lot more fun. And the other thing is, of course, is I can record it. So the people who are working with me can then go back and listen to what we've talked about earlier in the day. Because I don't know about you, it's like going to the doctor. You're listening to a question and then you formulate the answer and you may not hear the whole day as it actually was. So being able to record things to the cloud, there's another phrase, isn't it, that who would have thought we'd all be so familiar with 10 years ago, has made a huge difference to how we actually work our lives. So some really good reasons why tech, I think, is essential, particularly for a property solopreneur. And I can honestly say I never thought I'd say that. That that really is quite something. Because for the first thing is, it's in the cloud. So get over your fears here about this, you know, keep your own hard drive backups. You know, clouds can and they do get turned off for various reasons. You know, the cloud is not in the cloud. It basically looks like a farm somewhere in an enormous open space with lots of water. So things happen to machines. Things happen because of governments or war. So make sure that you, if you, if that's your fear, just have a backup and then you can get over that and you can access it anywhere. Oh my word, this has made such a difference. Hands up all of you who sit in coffee shops and have your laptop on and work. 
Well, you couldn't do that without a cloud. You would be stuck with whatever was on your laptop. Whereas, you know, you can have multiple things open. You can be talking to lots of different people. The cloud has made such a difference to us. And of course, it has meant that we can all go wherever we like. And I'm not just talking to the coffee shop. Uh, you can go on holiday with your laptop and you can still be communicating with everyone. And for the really clever entrepreneurs, which everyone aspires to be, well, holiday, I'm now no, no longer talking about the week with the family doing something. You know, I'm talking about those extended long holidays that so many entrepreneurs appear to love making. You know, well, you can imagine the sort of thing. You're waiting, for instance, your turn in base camp for your moment to pop up Mount Everest. Well, whilst you're waiting, you can just touch base with all those letting agents to make sure everything is tickety-boo. That is what the cloud and tech has given us the freedom to do. Now, specialist or general, this is totally up to you. And there's a system for you out there somewhere. I know that a lot of my friends love systems such as Arthur Online, or they use other landlord systems to manage their properties across different letting agents. Others are still with our great friend, Mr. XL, but it's stored in Dropbox. So again, it may be an old-fashioned idea, but it's accessed in a really up-to-date way. Or it, perhaps it's on Google Drive or OneDrive, something like that. You know, there are nifty apps for sending big pictures and files securely. Once you've got access to them, you can do anything you like. Nothing is too difficult to send again. A lot of the frustrations that we all felt five, 10 years ago has gone. You know, there's been clever people thinking about this stuff. And then, of course, there are the CRM systems. Oh, my word, what a selection. You know, you put a group of property investors in a room and hardly any of them will use the same CRM system. They're all doing different things. Client relationship management. And it's, you know, some are free, which is a really good place to start right at the beginning because you don't know how many people you're going to need on your database. And frankly, you don't need to start spending big money when it's just you and your thoughts. And will this work? Do we need them? Well, yes, we do, because of course, GDPR expects us to keep client documentation, which has sensitive information, secure. So that's what it does. You know, as we're talking to somebody on the phone, remember a phone? Yeah, or Zoom. You can take notes straight against their names. So you can see at a glance what you've promised them and then what you've delivered to them and what's still outstanding. I mean, that has completely changed life. You do not need to have hundreds of notebooks with lots of pretty pictures on. It's really quick. It's really simple. And you can note take as you go along. Oh, the time it's freed up. Amazing. So it's even useful when everything goes wrong. Now, I'm a great optimist, but even I will admit things do go wrong in property. And sometimes you have to be able to prove what you did or somebody else did. Well, your CRM system, it's there, isn't it? Press the button. Look, here's the email trail. Here's what I did. Everything there. No one can dispute that. And of course, there's lots of very useful systems to keep you working smoothly. You know, I'm thinking here, ClickUp, Trello, those sorts of things. You know, they allow you to brain dump and arrange your info into correct files and to keep your project on schedule, which is absolutely vital for those of us doing multiple projects. And even better, it's basically a virtual notice board um, because everyone you work with, if you give them a login, can see what you're doing as well and they can contribute and you can say, you know, come along, Sophie, you're supposed to be doing this and they can go, come on, Fred, have you done that? And you all work together. Could not be better. Forget lots of email trails. It's there for people to see. So all that 
who does what, when, was it done? You know, you can stop flapping, basically. They've got your back and open your app and there it is. And may I just say, this is coming from someone who has the world's worst record at finding how to, out how to use these things. But if you go online, you can buy courses on how to use them or YouTube, all these sorts of things. And a little bit of investment in your time makes all the difference. You know, should you want to, you can even mind map on an app. You know, you can think onto the page without picking up a pencil. Mind map Pro is part of Microsoft, but I know there are lots of other ones out there. Now, I do happen to know that's not for me. You know, I like a big flip chart with lots of coloured pens. I honestly think it's something to do with the smell and the hand gliding over the paper that helps me think, you know, and then I can scrunch up the bits that don't work. I'm a tactile and visual learner, but we're all different. And don't knock it till you've tried it. I'm always really impressed when I see somebody's coloured mind map that's come off an app. It looks amazing, just that I can't follow it. It's a work of art to me. And working property has got easier and easier since tech has come along. And that means that for those of us who want to work on our own as solopreneurs, we can do so much more, so much faster. And that's got to be good because that means more profit. Well, how do I know this? Well, different parts of the business world for me now are integrated without me having to either have myself or somebody else do lots of boring inputting. Well, for instance, I think that a lot of new rules and regulations about the tax and accounting has meant we've got to go down this avenue. We can't just keep going you know, on a massive great spreadsheet even if you are brilliant at doing you know, double-sided accounting. We've been behind the curve, some of us, and there's been an explosion in tech that we can now use. And you know, just think of the difference it's brought to your property businesses. Your bank statements now can talk to your online accounting system. Whoa, that's going to stop you inputting the wrong numbers, which incidentally is being looked at you by your bookkeeper and your accountant at the same time. So no more waiting for the end of the year for your accountant to tell you that you're behind on the profits or even worse, discovering 18 months ago after the event that you should have been doing more of this or that because you are absolutely amazing at it. You know, you can scale to any shape or size you need to if you bother to find the tech that helps you and then learn how to use it. And I think it's really, really important to realise you don't have to be a geek or tech enthusiast to know why you need it and to implement it. YouTube, great at showing you how to do it. Nor do you have to be the world expert at the system. Hands up here, this is really me. I probably use a tiny proportion of any system that I actually have in my business, partly because I just want to get it set up and then to use it. But if you're one of those people who wants to do coloured Trello boards, etc., crack on. It's just it's not for me. And I'm regularly told by the really clever users that I'm not getting the most out of it. But I'm very happy with that. I'm a property investor. That's what I do. That's what I'm thrilled about. Um, the tech is there just as the pillar to support me and to actually use to get things done in the minimum amount of time so that I can get back to that property stuff. I've got more time then to go out and see more, more properties to buy and do the number crunching. But I do use tech in other parts of my business. Calendly to schedule calls, very, very useful. That saved up so much time. Stripe for payments, zero for accounts. And, you know, since I've had zero, 
I think I've really got to enjoy it because you can ask it so many questions about your business without having to ask your accountant. And that's fun if you're earning money. Kajabi is the platform of my choice for storing my accountability group calls and courses. Garage Band is what I record this podcast on. You know, I've got ClickUp, which is communicating with the team who make the podcast. And masterminds that I'm in use Facebook Messenger and Voxer for voice calls and things like that. And some of my social media is scheduled ahead of time by Plannerly. When I wrote this little bit, Dan, just so that I would remember what the different names were, I was stunned at the number of apps and programs that I use. Because honestly, hand on heart, I really would have said that, oh no, tech is not really my thing. And of course, a lot of my publications, etc., are designed by consultants found on Fiverr and Upwork. So my word, there is so much choice out there. So unless you're living under a rock or you don't want to scale and you don't want to get the most out of what you're doing in property so that you've got the time to do those fun things, you know, you'll have to just get used to the concept of using tech. And don't feel you have to have everything, just the bits that work for you and keep assessing it and ask yourself those questions every year in your planning sessions. So what have you changed in your property business? Do you still need that bit of software or this bit of software? I've just binned a bit that didn't, you know, it was great. According to the adverts, it would have done all sorts of integration for me. I'm lost there already, so don't ask me any more questions. But I couldn't see the point and I binned it and my life hasn't changed. So I probably didn't need it. But don't be afraid of change. Embrace it. You know, even like me has. In the future episode, I'm going to be talking to Susie Cole of The Good Property Company. Now, she could not have scaled her business to buy £45 million worth of property for herself and her clients without it. But she did start on an Excel spreadsheet. So whoopee-doos, um, you know, we all know we can do this stuff. It's just as your ideas grow and as you need to scale, then you've got to be able to have those helping hands, which of course is now provided by tech. She goes into further detail actually about what they used and, and what they use now. Now she's back to being a solopreneur. And that's what I found quite interesting. You know, she was used to running a big company with lots of people. And now it's back just just her. So what are the vital bits of tech that she finds really useful? So when it comes out, have a listen. Now, if you're like me, I'm a late adopter. You know, I find listening to other people really, really helpful as to what they've done. So go to a network marketing, uh, a network meeting and ask, what, what's everybody else using? And this is where I think networking really, really pays dividends because I don't know about you, but I find I gravitate to people like me in networking meetings. So if someone is a solopreneur like me and there are, they've got the same sort of ideas and they're doing the same sorts of things, their software is probably going to be very suitable for me and vice versa. So we can have a little chat about it. So I started to realise this when I found I was being constantly told that my business was going to collapse because I just wasn't using enough tech and that I wasn't doing it properly. And it was all just too overwhelming. You know, it was, I need something very simple. I don't need to have every bell and whistle going on it. Now, I feel safe saying this because I suspect that if you're an early adopter or there are there were early adopters listening in, then they've probably stopped listening to this two minutes in because this is not anywhere near enough detail for them. And in fact, using tech in a business is as normal to them as breathing. Now, to me, it's a bolt on. Now, I found it, I use it and I thank my lucky stars I found it. But it wasn't my first thought. 
Now, on my strategy days, tech is discussed because it's part of your business and we need to make sure that you've got the right bits in the right place. Now, those who are lovers of tech skip over this subject because they're so all over it. You know, they'll be upgrading everything at a drop of a hat. But it's very easy to see the slow adopters because they try not to discuss tech at all. But we do because we need to find out everything about their company so that by the end of the day, they know what they're missing and what they can put into their businesses. And not everybody needs everything. But if you want to find out more about my strategy days, then drop me an email at rachelcroughton.com or go to my website and follow the links. And don't forget, I'm one of those Rachels who spells her name R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And a strategy day can work wonders for your business. A whole day spent on your dream and making sure that you've got your goals and techniques in place. But whatever you are and whatever tech you use, you've got to have it in your business now. You know, If you do, you'll help yourself get to where you want to go faster. You'll get to your dream goal. And it's an awful lot easier with tech than if you just stick to quill and vellum, which is very, very tempting, I have to confess. But of course, if you do find the tech and you practice it and you become good at it and it all becomes integrated with your business, you will have made yourself become a fantastically successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.